0: by visiting stopagingnow.7pillarscoaching.com stay tuned you're going to hear amazing guests and yours truly dr nick delgado take you to the very next level your mindset your sleep your ability to improve your diet your exercise what hormones how to balance them all of this and more let's listen in segment on microscopy and i have a, a segment here that relates to the proper collection of the blood from the finger and being able to place it into a Colostec machine, which allows us to utilize a device called a Clio-Waved, which according to the National Cholesterol Control Act, it allows us to do this test without having to have uh, any complexity of licensing except for showing proper disposal and use of the equipment and maintenance of the equipment. That also allows us to do the blood analysis microscopy under observation and not use it as a tool. So therefore, we don't have to register it uh, for CLIA to be either high complexity or moderate complexity, which would involve a whole string of Cost that would put it prohibitive to be able to educate the patient and the client. So that being said, obviously, if I was collecting blood from the individual patient, I would use uh, a pair of gloves. But in this case, I'm collecting it from myself. Uh, Maybe I can get a volunteer here uh, shortly. But for right now, I'm going to show you. Plus, I I still, uh, for this segment, have some things that are set out on the stage and uh, including some water in case uh, having chewed on food between segments that my throat, throat) excuse me, remains clear and um, able to communicate to you. So um, here, let me uh, start by first suggesting that live blood analysis requires a very small stick with a, a lancet that's 28 29 30 31 gauge the higher the number the smaller the needle 31 gauge is even smaller than an insulin needle it's it's very very tiny and you need only a very tiny drop so when you put uh, that lancet atop at the auto click device you just simply take this part of it off you go ahead and you you make sure that this part is um connected at the top and um let's, let's just take a look and just be sure that everything, uh, is good. And, uh, just please, uh, keep in mind that when you're doing this procedure, sometimes I distract the client and say, are you left-handed or you're right-handed? And they answer me, whichever, it doesn't matter to me because I reach across, grab their hand. And, um, I don't want them to think about getting a little finger prick because you hardly feel it. It's a little pinch. This is a very tight, tiny, uh, little, little device. So I also have my uh, my slides set up here, uh, turning upward. So that way, uh, when I grab them, I can grab them quickly, and they're not exp- the blood is not exposed to air for very long of a period. I also have my tray. Of slides right here, ready to grab. So this tray of slides I can uh, grab quickly. And uh, is uh, the question I have uh, is the um, is the YouTube streaming right now? Because uh, I want to make sure that it's working since I'm going to continue with this segment. So. Uh, that's addressed to my crew, Lamar. Thanks. So uh, that being said, let me uh, continue here uh, because this production is made possible by a whole number of people that are helping me to to make this possible. Also, I'm going to show you the proper collection of blood spots for hormonal test kits and um, how that all ties into the big picture of helping you, the client, or you, the doctor helping the patient uh, in that scenario. And lastly, I have a uh, capillary tube set out so I can grab it very quickly and pull it out. And um, there's kind of a frayed end, meaning it's a little bit larger at the top of the little capillary tube in the colostec unit. And you just reach your thumbs up, your, your, your fingernails up, and if you just kind of sc- scrape it up, you'll feel this little lip that comes out. The bottom has no lip. You're going to be collecting the, bl- the, the blood from the bottom where it touches with capillary action and elects the blood with the pressure from the circulation of the body to push the blood up to and above this little black line or at the black line, that is. That would be sufficient collection of, of the drop itself. So that being said, let's let's proceed. And then I'm going to follow it up with a bigger stick, um, <laughs> sticking myself, of course, to show you the collection of blood on the uh, blood spot, but oftentimes I would do the collection of that and the uh, cholesterol, lipid, and glucose, and at the end, collect the drops for the microscope uh, to spare them being stuck twice, but I'm going to stick myself twice so you see the two different methods, and uh, sometimes you may not be able to collect enough from the smaller lancet because it's a smaller hole in the finger, so Let's begin this process and cross your fingers uh, that it's working properly. And if you have any questions, uh, my hands are kind of full, so I'll try and address them uh, as the show uh, continues and in in our discussion. So I'm really excited to share this segment with you, and then I'll give you a full analysis of what we do. Uh, Obviously, as you may know, I'm the author of Blood Doesn't Lie, and uh, several other books uh, about to release, Uh, 15 books I've written in total, and the new book coming out, Stop Aging Now, and my friend, uh, Dr. Uh, James uh, Lavelle, uh, wrote a book very close to my title, Your Blood Never Lies, kind of interesting how close to uh, blood doesn't lie, okay, well, his book came out first, so I'm not saying I copied him, I changed the title, and it's consistent though with more in-depth analysis of people's blood under a high-powered microscope, which I'm probably the number one expert uh, in terms of the number of volume of tests I've done, along with Dr. Neil Batschner, who's my uh, MD co-teacher. He's an amazing instructor, and I'm so thankful that he's joined us uh, on this um, uh, other segment that we just filmed. So here we go. I'm going to collect the blood right now, and uh, let me just... uh, take a moment to see if the, the earlier hole is, is sealed. I'm just gonna hit the same finger because it, it's already kind of uh, uh, taken a few hits, uh, so to speak. Oh, and one last thing, I wanna make sure that I'm gonna put the name of the client on the frosted end of the slide and the date. Uh, sometimes I'll put the, the time if there's room, but you know that way I don't confuse if I'm at a convention doing uh, more than one person's uh, blood uh, at, at that time. So here we go, I'm gonna collect that and I, I just put the date and here we go. We're, we're going to do this right now. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm, I'm gonna first just use the little finger stick. I'm gonna bunch up my finger a little bit so I have a, a, a little bit more of the, the cushion instead of it giving in. And so as I uh, push the little device against my finger, I'm gonna push that little red button right here here, maybe you can see that better from this camera angle right there. There we go, here we go. Let me just hit that. Yes, I felt it. I didn't yell or yelp, it, it was just a tiny little pinch. And if you can see, there's a little drop, uh, that that came up. We usually, uh, if you will, with the Kim wipe, of course, we wipe off the first drop and then we bring that drop up. That's a little bit of a big drop, but, um, I'll, I'll actually uh, feel better about collecting that size of a drop with uh, the dry blood there. Boom, boom, boom. So that's uh, three little uh, drops there. We're gonna do that right away. I'm gonna put this uh, for observation uh, for the dry blood. Here we go. And we also look for what we believe to be heavy metals in the form of little black spots. You can see um, here, let me just bring that up on the the main projector here. You can see as the blood dries, there's a tiny little black drop up in the upper left corner. Do you see that? And in this one, it's kind of already disappeared. So we're gonna let that drop um, continue to dry. And then meanwhile, I'm gonna squeeze my finger to get that little drop. I want a tiny little drop, very tiny, which that's a very small, the smaller the better to get an accurate live blood. And I'm just gonna touch the top of the drop of the blood and try not to touch the skin. There, I got the top of it. Now I'm gonna slap it down. Let's see if my dexterity is good. Uh, I say put the slide right at the top and then kind of let it slap down, literally. And while it's there, I'm going to tap it out carefully with the lancet without damaging. But notice there's a little fingerprint here. You don't want a fingerprint up there because it's literally going to affect the reading of the blood, particularly if a fingerprint gets on the slide and then you put a drop on there. That fingerprint's going to disturb the blood and alter your readings. So I'm going to just put this right up here in the middle. I'm going to um, take a moment to, uh, here we go, I'll just tap it out on this this here. There we go. Uh, Let's, now as that blood is drying, uh, I'm gonna put this one up on the screen. So I'll put this up here. And by the way, we're watching for little white holes, so there appears to be some stress, adrenal stress in this individual, which, it's not the first time I've been under stress um, in front of the cameras here. So let, let me just uh, get this drop here. It looks like a good center area to read. Okay, let me turn the turret to uh, pH three, which is the highest possible reading. Let me get that reading right now I'm going to put enough of the oil immersion on the top to make sure it, it has good contact. And we have pH 3. We had the 100X oil immersion. I'm going to switch over to a, a live blood with the um, non-oil in a minute here. Okay, so there we have the image. Let me see if I can show you what's going on there. And w- we pretty much have too thick of a drop because the prior drop I did, now there you go, there's an area to read where the cells are kind of separated. So you want to scroll around to find the areas where the cells are separated and not just landed on top of each other. Otherwise, um, you, you could confuse a condition called Rouleau, which is stack of coins in French. So here we go. Let me get back over to the right area to read it. Also squeezing the finger could cause uh, some platelets and cause some of the blood to, to stick together a little bit. So here, let's, let's just pull that off in that area. All right, so that's a good example. You, you, don't, you, you, you don't wanna leave the blood sample looking like that. So I'm gonna take a, another sample since I'm fresh from sticking myself here. And sometimes I can just wipe it a little bit. I might have to stick myself again. Uh, yeah, I've already colagulated there. Let's see here. Give me a moment. All right, all right. So if I go in this region here, I should be able to get a good reading here. Let's let's see what goes on there. Okay, actually, you can see a little white blood cell there here. Um, see the blood cells starting to stream along. Hold on. Okay. So always dispose of the needle. Some techs I've noticed leave it in the lancet, not a good idea, you know, put it in its disposal. We also have a, a red, um, we have the red needle disposal uh, available here. I'll put that back there on the set so we don't forget about that important uh, aspect. So again, I I just wanna make sure you see how important it is to get a proper sample. And if you don't like the appearance of that sample, uh, let's let's not be afraid to go ahead and get another drop from the client uh, since, although they may be willing, I I wanna make sure that everyone's clear that that drop uh, needs to be a tiny little drop and collected properly. And again, being careful not to get fingerprints on the slides. Uh, if you're wearing gloves, you're not going to have the fingerprints, but the ability to grab the slides is a little bit more challenging, not too much more. So you're going to have fun. Please stay tuned because this uh, inner journey, we're going to go into depth what what some of the things we're observing. And so I'm going to uh, hit the side of the finger where the um, medius, the, the thickest part of the s- skin, but the least uh, pain receptor sites, not in the center, but on the side and I'm going to push it to that, and I'm going to hit that right there, and I'm going to squeeze it real quick because I'm going to show you if I can collect uh, this pipette of blood um, at the same time. Uh, Doing one's own blood is a little bit more difficult with this little needle. Let's see if I can get enough capillary action to get it. Okay. Yeah, it's just a little bit more difficult to do it this way. So I'll wait till I hit it with the bigger lancet because I'm collecting it on myself. I'm going to dispose of, of that little needle there, uh, not needle, but the capillary. And um, right now I'm just going to go ahead and collect a small drop for the sake of the slide and the cover slip and just touch the top. There we go. Let's see if I just put that on the slide. Good, now that one separated quite nice. I I think this is going to be a better uh, sample. So let me just uh, say that I believe it will. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna start off with the 40X non-oil and see how how that comes up on the screen. Let me just bring that over. There's 40X, Uh, I'm gonna go to pH two let me switch over to pH two. Let me uh, take a quick look, see if um... oh yeah. So so that's a that's a perfect picture. Much better. Uh, see how they're separated. It looks much better here. Let me get a little more contrast there so we can see a little better. Uh... But I, I I like this image because we can see more cells at once. And um, let let me just get one more drop here. I think that'll help. I'll put it under the other microscope. Um, Actually, let's see how I can do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now that we see uh, that closer up version I'm going to go ahead and collect for the sake of the reading of the cholesterol, the lipids, the glucose, the HDL, LDL. I've been eating today, so uh, it's a non-fasting test, but that's okay because I kind of like to ch- check people in the middle of the day, uh, see how their diet affects them. And of course, it will affect them. But if it's kind of routine and they tend to do the same thing with their diet, then you know, for those of us who are purists with the diet, we could say, well, if you eat healthy, you may not have to uh, come in for a fasting uh, blood test. And I've actually seen that to be the case for many of my clients. So right now, I'm going to go ahead and collect the uh, cholesterol uh, testing right for me. Let me just get that done here. Okay, so I'm going to hit it with this one, and I'm going to have this pad ready to put drops on, and I'm going to get this little cassette open, and so it's ready to put a squirt of of, of blood onto it. There's a little uh, silica pad in there, preservative, uh, and then there's a little finger that points to the colostec where you put the drop of blood in, so I'm going to make sure it goes right into that center area. And um, here, we're gonna tap that and uh, collect that blood right away. So here we go. Let's uh, get the, the reading real quick and... All right. So the finger's starting to bleed a little bit. Let me just collect that. And notice if I just hold the capillary tube to it and there's some pressure of the drop coming out, and then you can just move the tube a little bit, uh, kind of sliding it on the finger, and it, it'll come out, and you'll collect it. You you can even tilt the the capillary tube a little bit just to make sure where the main part of the drop. And you can see it's starting to collect nicely. We've got almost almost to the to the black line. We got to get it to the black line. Okay, there it is, all the way to the black line. So because this finger is dripping with blood. I'm not gonna waste it. I'm gonna go ahead and put it on my, uh, I'm gonna put it on my pad for the ZRT, for the hormone testing. So two birds with one stone, I'm I'm getting both done. And meanwhile, uh, fortunately I have a red shirt and a red uh, cloth here. And so it's likely that I'm not gonna stain anything uh, too terribly. <laughs> even though it's, uh, hey, I bleed for you guys, right? What the heck? That's kind of cool, isn't it? So now I have this ready and I'm going to put this little cassette, I'm gonna take the little plunger, let me just make sure the camera can see that angle and I'm gonna push, I'm gonna hold that a little bit and push the plunger, get it started, there we go. I pushed the drop of blood in And now I'm tilting it this way, you see, and I I let it all drop into that little well, that tiny little well, and it has enough blood. So I'm going to dispose of the capillary tube and the plunger. Now I'm going to hit run. So in real time, we're going to find out what my cholesterol, triglycerides, HDL, LDL, glucose is. As soon as it's self-testing, it opens up. It says load cassette and press run. So I'm following the directions. I'm putting it in um, exactly the way it needs to go. Now I'm gonna hit run and it'll start it, its countdown of roughly five minutes. Meanwhile, I'm gonna kind of race to get uh, a little bit more blood that might have to tap it again. Let me um, do one more thing, I'll, I'll collect one more drop. There, let me just do that for the wide angle there. Oops, so that's a pretty big drop there and it'll be too much for uh, the, the live blood test, but it's okay for the dry blood test because it's not welling out. So I'm just gonna go ahead and touch my finger there and you touch the skin with the dry blood. Uh, here you go, tap, 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 tap. So now I'm gonna let that dry. We're gonna set that uh, here on the platform and I'm gonna take that over to the other camera. But while I do that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get one more little drop, one more little drop, just one little. There it is. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So a little hard to do it on yourself, but not impossible for Dr. Nick. Okay. We've got that. Now I'm going to put the drop there. The, the blood's going to separate out. Here we go. We're going to We're gonna tap it out a little bit so it separates nicely. So at this stage, we're gonna uh, flip over this drop to high powered uh, resolution. So let me just flip this over. Remember, I've got to put some oil immersion at the 100X. We were able to look at the 40X. Actually, why don't I stay tuned to the 40X here? Let's let's finish reviewing the the 40X here. Uh, it's, it's, it's oil-free, so you can see the individual cells. And what, what I'm going to do now is just kind of scan around and look at the shape and the quality of the cells. Just make sure they're round, they're uniform. Ah, I see a few oval-shaped cells. I don't know if you can see that, maybe at higher power. So we know that... Uh, we have a few cells that could be low in absorption of B12 folic acid iron. Um, here's some white blood cells in the background there. So, so we're getting a good overview of this person's blood and we're seeing uh, little patches of white cells. White cells are a little bigger. Now those little circles are air bubbles. So don't worry about those, that that has nothing to do with your blood, it's just an air bubble. Okay, so the next thing we're gonna do at this very moment Now we're gonna transition this uh, uh, Leica microscope. We're gonna transition to the 100X high power. Here I go, and I'm just gonna take and put uh, literally the oil drop immersion right on top of of the cover slip. It doesn't mix with the blood. And we're gonna spin that around. And now I'm gonna change this to pH three because we're at a higher power magnification. Uh, that's the highest pH three, pH two was earlier. So now we can see a very cool picture of the red blood cells. Do you see that? That's, that's a very high magnification. Let's get a little more um, contrast. There we go. Something around there is a pretty picture. So it looks three dimensional. You can see the background of the blood. I'm gonna predict, I'm gonna come in with very low triglycerides, uh, healthy cholesterol levels and uh consistent with my 46 years of following whole plant-based whole food i'm going to kind of demonstrate and show you that as well so if you uh, uh, pay attention for a moment uh, let's scroll around for a moment and just see if we can find a white blood cell just so we get a, a general perspective of what's important in this test ah there you go there's a white blood cell see it it looks like kind of like a happy face. It's larger than the red cell. It's kind of in the middle to the right of the of the screen. It's also a granular site. It has these dark black like granules that are the digestive juices inside the white cells that when it goes after an invader, it, it absorbs it and digests it. So there's a perfect screen to look at. You can see the background of the terrain. You can see the red cells. Everything looks perfect and clean. I'm gonna quickly go over to my third, um, microscope there in the corner um actually my second microscope excuse me and let me go ahead and put a dry blood sample up there that we just collected so you can uh, get a perspective okay so i'm gonna switch this one over uh to the, the the dry blood reading give me a moment Turn the Miji over to uh, past dark field. I'm gonna put it on A for bright field, which, which helps us to read bright field. And there is my perfect blood looking there in dry blood. Now I'm coming back over to read the readings. Oh, yeah, Dr. Anil, you're gonna be impressed, Dr. Dante, you're gonna be impressed. Here you go, my total cholesterol 154. Um, actually, let me see if I can zoom in on that so you can see. Oh, hold on, hold on. There we go. I think you're going to be able to see the screen. Let me somehow lift it up without disconnecting it. Give, give me a moment on this. I'm so so excited that this is uh, coming together. So I'm going to take the little cassette out. I'm going to keep the power cord in there. Maybe... Oh, gosh, can you see that? I'm trying to see if you can see that up close. Uh, Yeah, maybe you can. I'll just read it to you, but uh, full disclosure, uh, I'll even take a a picture of it so that we're um, all on the same page on on what we're looking at here. Give me a second. Um, Okay, here. Yeah, I, I can just do this with, with this, this camera here. I'll just take a quick photo, I hope. Here, there we go. So we all see that is the actual reading. And it's a, a total cholesterol of 154. The LDL is 95, right at that uh, border there. It gets above 95, you want to pay attention to. The HDL, the good cholesterol, is 45. And the triglycerides is 74. So that's why my blood is so clean in the background. Let's switch to the non-HDL is 109. The total cholesterol HDL is 3.4. Here, I'm going to write those down on our form, and I think uh, we started it right here. So the non-HDL is uh, 109, so that's, that's good. Anything under 120 is good. The uh, total cholesterol to HDL ratio is 3.4. Uh, anything towards uh, 3.0 uh, and 3.4 is good. I'm going to hit the data button. The glucose is 110, the middle of the day. I'm not concerned about that. Plus, sometimes peptides will increase glucose a little bit. Um, this is in the middle of the day after eating. I'm going to, it says end of data. I'm going to go back, and I'm going to see that, the again, the cholesterol is 154 uh, on today, uh, June 15th, uh, 20, 23, and your cholesterol should be 100 plus your age and not over uh, 160. I'm um, now uh, 68 years old, so my cholesterol, um, you know, needs to be under 160 under all conditions, so 154 is very good. The HDL level is 54, and anything between 25 and 90 is is typically fine. The triglycerides is 74 in the middle of the day in the course of eating. So that's pretty good. And my LDL cholesterol is 95. You want to be 95 or less. So there we are, uh, folks. Uh, I've got that. Now I want to get a reading on the nitric oxide level on this uh, working form. We also have a digital form as well. Hmm. That's one way to get Dr. Nick to shut up. So uh oh that's interesting. Earlier today my nitric oxide level is better. I haven't eaten any uh beets or um stay young chewable tablets that has a nitric oxide releaser. So it's it's gotten a little depleted. So that's that's a, a point to measure periodically during the day. I want to get that back up to uh dark pink uh for better levels, right here. So can you, can you see that a little bit closer? Yeah, I think you can see it's pink, but it needs to be a darker pink. So I'm going to be conscientious about that. Uh, next, I'm going to um, kind of remove the debris, uh, the various uh, devices and so forth. So what's next? We're looking at dry blood up on that screen. Um I'm going to finish analyzing this test uh, fully now that I know uh, my lipid, cholesterol, triglyceride levels and glucose. And uh, so let let me just, as part of this segment, as I had a little bit of a wager going that I'd have pretty good uh, levels. Uh, Dr. Neal said I'd have higher glucose because of all the fruit I eat. I would say that I, I've started back up on peptides, and usually my glucose runs between 60 and, and 80. Uh, it is a little bit higher, full disclosure, 110. Uh, I think with IGF-type uh, peptides, I use human growth hormone. I use semerelin, GHR2, GHR6. Uh, lately, I've also been using PT-141 because at this point, I'm six months away from having used testosterone pellets. So that they're a very low level, so I'm also... Uh, using the oral peptide Grow Young, which is an amazing product. You just spray it into your mouth at at bedtime and in the morning and midday. And this is uh, a growth factor, specifically a type of growth hormone, if you will. So when you utilize uh, peptides, in my experience, uh, the glucose level will go up a little bit and this uh, C-reactive protein uh Uh, might be a little bit higher. So you've got to be very careful to keep your dosages moderate to low, just the bare minimum to get that physiologic benefit of muscle density, uh, reversing uh, atrophy, wrinkles, uh, the ligaments, the skin. Everything uh, reflects uh, in a positive direction when you're using uh, peptides of various types. But again, pay attention to your glucose level. Make sure it doesn't get... uh, uh, too, too, too elevated in the course of the day. Uh, anything, you know, it gets over 115, 130 and so forth in the middle of the day after eating, right? Mine's at 110. Okay. So it'd be interesting for me to go eat a meal, which I will, but first I'm going to eat a plant-based meal and then you can recheck me in about three hours, four hours, five hours, and my levels will remain beautiful throughout the day into the evening. But if you challenge me to go eat a heavy animal-based diet product, a Go eat meat, cheese, eggs, dairy product, pizza, whatever people normally eat. No, I'll leave out the pizza because some people will claim it's the pizza crust, the the flour that caused the levels. I could eat pizza. I could eat the flour. I could eat white rice. I could eat brown rice. I could eat uh, yams, sweet potatoes. And I trust me, my lipid levels will remain good, my glucose, triglycerides. It's when I slip in the cheese. And if I just say eggs, cheese, meat, dairy, like these carnivore people, these keto people – you'll see my levels go up within three to six hours. I guarantee, because I've done this experiment thousands of times, literally on myself and on other people, and yet it's not really well recorded in the in the general uh, medical literature. So I, I'm going to have this this little cassette now discarded. Um, the cassettes cost around $12 to $14. You can get them in batches uh, by date, and, and now this is ready to test again in terms of the, the Colostec machine to, to validate and verify what diet's healthiest for us. And now we're going to do the full observation of the microscopy. Now that we know what, what's going on, uh, with that, uh, part, part of the, uh, the program here. Okay. So let's finish now that we know what the, the lipids, cholesterol, triglycerides, and glucose with this particular sample, I'm going to move this out of the screen. So it's not in the way, uh, this, this little, uh, Uh, red uh, disposal uh, for the sharps container. And uh, what I want to do at this stage is uh, scan around. Uh, I'm going to change microphones. Hopefully this will pick up clearly. And uh, as I scan around, I look for the shape of the red cells, which looks really good here. Let me turn to the microscope view so you all see what I'm seeing. So here we go. Uh, It's perfectly focused. You see how round and uniform the red blood cells are. There's a little faint light in the middle because the red cells are a biconcave disc. They are uh, smaller uh, in the center than on the outer, like a inner tube. See how that one red cell in the middle is a little bit oval shaped? So I would make a mental note of that. I would mark it off on my chart and or my digital form. But by and large, the red cells are very round, uniform. Oh, now there's a little peculiar outlier that looks like a half of a, uh, a hat that you'd wear on top of your head. So, again, that cell uh, did not form perfectly, so I'd look to B12 folic acid iron, 5-methyl tetrahydrofolate. I'd use B-Active, the product, and now you're looking at uh, two white blood cells kind of in the Uh, side there. Uh, Both of them are kind of broken apart. So I'd want to check to see if this person's having a little bit more inflammation. When my testosterone levels go down a little bit, which they are, uh, I notice I get a little bit more inflammation. It could be food compatibility, could have eaten something with gluten. uh, But you see these white cells they are kind of uh, broken apart a little bit. And I'm kind of pointing to that general area right there. So let's scan around a little further. So overall, I'm going to kind of finish to give you a reading on the live blood analysis. There's a a little uh, neutrophil there in the bottom. Let's see. I believe you can see that uh, a small little uh, cell. Okay. And notice how when the cells back up against each other, they kind of squish and change their shape a little bit. So... Let's let's go back to the final reading. There's there's a, a digital uh, form that you can fill out after you do the hard copy. But here's how we'd read: Were there fatty particles or triglycerides in the blood? We know for a fact that my triglycerides in the middle of day of eating uh, read at um, 74, which is extremely incredibly good relative to in the middle of day you know eating. I didn't eat a heavy meal, granted, but I've been nibbling, and I'll show you what I'm eating so you get a perspective. So Uh, my rating scale is fatty particles, chylomicrons, triglycerides, ideal, normal, moderate, or elevated. What would you mark? You would say ideal because you can see virtually no fat. And if you saw fat in the blood, you'd see little specks. You'd see little specks, um, like uh, uh, in the background, moving around, you see only a tiny lit a few, but in someone who's eaten a very high fat meal that you're going to see thousands and thousands of, of like a snowstorm. Like there's so much fat in the blood after someone eats eggs, cheese, meat, or dairy product. So, um, the next thing that we're going to read is the, um, clumping of the red blood cells where there's, there's no clumping of the red blood cells. They're separated. And that usually is influenced by a high triglyceride, a high fat meal. It's influenced by Uh, the need for grounding. It's influenced by probably hydration or dehydration. But again, I get a a perfect ideal rating for uh, the absence of clumping. So that's good. Now, red blood cell morphology, we did see uh, a handful of a few slightly oval-shaped cells. So instead of getting an ideal uh, reading, you're going to have... Maybe within normal range, but we did see another slide that had a few more oval-shaped cells. So I'm going to give it a normal to moderate, somewhere in the middle on that. Not elevated, but enough to pay attention, right? And then lastly, we're going to go down to the bottom of the chart and assess the white blood cell activity. And these white blood cells that we looked around here for, um, here, let me just take a moment to uh, scan around so we can find some more white blood cells. Okay, so when you scan around, you have to keep your eye focused and looking. There's a white blood cell right there. Okay, here we go. So typically speaking, there should be about one white blood cell for every 250 to 500 red blood cells. So we're seeing a ratio about one to about, oh, I don't know, 200 red blood cells. So the white cells are slightly elevated. I'd I'd call that... uh, uh perspective and so i, I would want to check if maybe some food slipped in such as a little bit of gluten here or there or something that could have caused a, a little bit of reaction and i did notice a little skin reaction on my on my finger so uh that could have been the trigger uh, Ended up getting a little something with gluten. I'm usually pretty careful about getting uh, grain-free, ancient grains, brown rice, that type of thing is better. So the white blood cell, I'm gonna put a plus two, slightly elevated in terms of the appearance of the uh, white blood cells. Uh, I didn't see any monocytes yet. I've mostly seen a few uh, basophils and eosinophil granulocytes, which shows there could be a little bit of uh, food compatibility or allergic reaction type thing going on. And the monocytes... uh, Uh, that is the ovalocytes. I circled that. There's a couple misshaped cells there. Now I'm going to transition to uh, the dry blood. Let let me just switch over to that, uh, which is in the top screen here. Here we go. Put that in. Okay, so we're going to change this uh, Leica, really nice microscope, uh, compliments of Steve Miller. And uh, here, let me... Just get that reading in here. Give me a moment. Oh, okay, so it should have been par focal here. Let me, meaning it, yeah, I moved it too too quickly. So my general assessment of the dry blood, we went into more detail in the other segment, but uh, there is uh, some uh, delayed food allergies, uh, adrenal stress. I'll put it at about a plus, plus three or four. I got to get back on adrenal DMG. I see some allergy activity, the tiny little white holes. Uh, let, let's take a look over here. Uh, the overall drop has little or no oxidative stress or free radical damage. So that usually shows uh, the person's consistently exercising, but there's some food compatibility issues. So free radical damage is less than ten percent, uh, zero to ten percent. So that's good. The holes will don't de- denote denote that. Um, okay so a, a really good sample there but i i want you to see in contrast which by the way this is healthy perfect looking blood because the blood is all held together uh very very appropriately but let's let's scan over to someone with um uh, a type of cancer in the body here just not to say that this would diagnose cancer but let, let, let's just take a look at you know some of the things you see okay so hopefully in contrast you can see very clearly these, these big white holes in the screen there. You, you can see that, right? Uh, those, those holes are alarming and need to be addressed. Oxidative stress, free radical damage. Uh, moments before a person has died and I've measured a number of people over the 45 years of my career, I've seen the big white holes everywhere you look. So free radical damage is not a healthy thing. It's not a good thing. I've noticed with using certain intervention therapies that sometimes you see more oxidative stress and free radical damage. And that's okay. Temporary exercise, maybe hydrogen peroxide, someone's doing something. How shall I say? uh, A type of detox. But if, if that continues and persists, those big white holes, then you really have to address the seven uh, codes or secrets to health, which means proper sleep exercise, uh, the nutrient density, whole plant-based, whole food eating, uh, the uh, detoxification, love and connection, and advanced stem cells and mitochondria enhancement, all the things that are the subject of my new book, Stop Aging Now. So I hope that covered everything. Uh, The only thing left was I just have to collect enough blood spots here to send that off and find out what my hormone levels are. Then a month later, I'll do saliva hormone tests to measure cortisol, other important tests for adrenal function. Then a month later, I'll do 24-hour urine tests for my uh, hormone in-depth analysis. Okay. So I hope that filled in uh, that uh, gap area that I wanted to cover. And we, we, we got it all covered just now. Uh, on to our next segment. This is Dr. Nick Delgado, author of 15 books, including my newest book release, Stop Aging Now dot 7pillarscoaching.com I have an irresistible offer that's beyond belief that will take your health your relationships your ability to perform as an entrepreneur in your work this offer just simply go to the Stop Aging now dot seven the number 7 pillarscoaching.com and you will see a free offer It's a $1,200 value for absolutely free to get my downloads of my four best-selling books, Acne Be Gone for Good, The Skin Condition Acne by Dr. Sonia Batterisi and yours truly, Dr. Nick Delgado, Blood Doesn't Lie, Mastering Love, Sex, and Intimacy, and the newest release, Stop Aging Now, The 7 Secrets to Look and Feel Great. That's right. It's a $1,200 offer and you get it for 30 days free. Just simply enter your information. We'll send you the information to download and you get to review my books. You get to get my online courses, all of them. You get to get a Wednesday mentorship with my top VIP group that is held every Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. East Coast Standard Time. Yours truly, along with guests that I've invited, remain to the subjects of how do you improve the quality of your sleep, how do you set your mindset to accomplish your goals, how to dramatically improve your fitness profile using my revolutionary 12 minute workout combined with flow training and stretch type yoga movements and the incredible detoxification program, the nutritional Nutrify program, the right foods to select in conjunction with the specific herbs and how to basically accomplish your goals, rejuvenate your body. The latest on hormones, peptides, all of it is in this course. And in 30 days, you'll be able to get the results that you never, ever thought was possible. I guarantee these results and I'm backing it up with a free offer. Should you decide to continue, the continued program is very minimal. No more than a couple cups of coffee. And you're not going to need coffee after you go through this program. Who's this for? Entrepreneurs, burned out housewives, individuals who want to be peak performers in the bedroom, in the boardroom. And in general, take your relationships, your health, and your energy, and your career to a whole new level. Looking forward to helping you.